Hello and welcome to Wham Radio. I am your host, Sheena Diane, your very own work-at-home mom. You guys, today I am so mad at myself. I pride myself in knowing how to sniff out the scams, right? I help you guys find tricks and tips on how to get rid of those scams and avoid them at all costs. Well, I've been working at home for more than 10 years, and I feel like I'm pretty good at figuring out what's real, what's legit, and what's not. Well, I'm here to tell you guys today, I got scammed, and I want to share with you what happened to me so it doesn't happen to you, so stay tuned. Opportunity and get closer to your family. Look at how you can grow when you work from home, but you don't have to go it alone. This is work at home, mom. Welcome back to Wham Radio. Thanks for sticking around. So today we're going to talk about a scam that I just fell for. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but I am a life coach and I've been working at home on and off for the past 10 plus years. So I really feel like I've pretty much done it all. If you can work at home, I've pretty much done it, right? Well, lately, because of COVID, I hate to put a downer on everything, but I am not getting the business influx that I was about four or five months ago. So my income has gone quite a bit lower than what I would like. Now I still have my clients and I'm so grateful that the ones who are staying with me are still with me, but I really need a little bit more to be able to provide for my family of five. And my husband's currently in school right now, so I'm really the only one that's bringing in an income. So with that being said, I was looking online for jobs that I can do um, kind of like part-time that can help. You know what I mean? So things that I can do that will help and and things that wouldn't impact my coaching, things that wouldn't impact me picking up my kids. So I've been on Indeed and I've been on a couple of other job sites, but honestly, the one that I've been on the most has been Indeed. But I believe um, the other ones that I was looking on was ZipRecruiter. And I think this is where I found this job that I'm going to talk to you guys about. So ZipRecruiter, I didn't really like that much, to be honest. I don't, you know, I don't want to bash a really good company, but ZipRecruiter, for some reason, uh, I kept getting a lot of emails that were not relevant to what I was looking for as far as jobs. But I did find a job on there that was for a customer service representative. Okay. And it sounded really good because um, I would be doing email confirmation with people. And this is what it was saying anyway. And um, so I'd be able to use Skype and use my email and kind of do one of those chat box type of customer service. And I've actually been looking for one of those jobs because I thought this is really great. This is something I can do on my own time. It's flexible. I can still pick up my kids, yada, yada. And the compensation for this particular company was really great. It was about as much as I would have been making if I was working full time um, at like a normal nine to five job. So I was like, okay, this is great. So I filled out the paperwork again, went through a a legit site. So I felt really confident about it. And here's the thing, guys, usually when there's a scam, 
one of the first things they'll do is they'll ask for your bank account information or they'll ask for your social security number or something like that, right? So that's a huge red flag. They did not do that. Another red flag is usually there's no correspondence other than just with the email. With this particular company, which I am going to tell you who they are because I feel pretty good about it because I'm very upset about what they didn't usually. I'm like, I'm not going to disclose the name, but this time you guys are going to get all the details because I don't want you to fall in for this company's BS because I am very upset. But anyway, so they did email with me. They did a phone interview with me. I spoke to a live person and here, get this, right? The company is, um, it was a shipping company, much like Amazon, except for that would ship things from overseas. So they did everything with the boats. Okay. So I would be the customer service representative that was helping people who wanted to ship things on the boat or get things on the boat. Right. So that was supposed to be my job. That's what I was told. And I'd also be processing their payments and things like that once they ordered whatever. And I was okay with that. I'm like, yeah, this is good. Okay. So they did a phone interview with me. Um, the guy who spoke to me, very good English, you know, it wasn't broken. It didn't sound like it was from overseas or anything. Spoke very, very good. And that's another sign, not always, because a lot of uh, places hire um, places overseas to do their customer service. So you can't always tell, but that's that's kind of one of those things that it's hit or miss. Like, okay, they, they kind of have a weird accent. I'm not sure. But this person did not. I mean, you sounded very, very professional. Called me twice, actually. So once we did the interview, they gave me an, an email confirmation, which again, this is what normal jobs do. And most of the time, the scammers don't take that much time to do this. So I was very, very shocked. So they gave me a confirmation. You know, thank you for taking our call. Um, we got your information. You know, thank you. All of that stuff. We got everything that we needed for the interview. So then with the next email, um, then they asked me for my information. So again, they hadn't really asked me for anything other than what I had filled out on the zip recruiter, which was my resume. Okay. So this is the first time that they've actually asked me for any information at all. So I'm like, okay, this sounds legit, right? They talked to me. That was my interview. They, they think that I would be a good fit. Now they're asking me for my information. This sounds legit. So the information they asked me for was my name, my phone number, my address, and my driver's license. Now, I don't normally do that, but this is an online job. And so I was like, well, if you were gonna go into an actual company, they do ask you for your driver's license. So I was like, okay, I get it. You know, I was kind of hesitant. I'm not going to lie. I was like, ooh, do I really want to send them my driver's license? But then I was like, all right, well, everything's been adding up. I actually Google, here's the thing, you guys, I Googled the company and it is a legit company. It's got reviews on it. People use them for shipping. They have a YouTube page. Like this is a legit company. So whoever is using their information, either they're using their information and it's, and it's false, like meaning that they're really not from that company, but they're saying they are, or this company is just a fraud company, a fake company, but they really covered their basis. And I went back and they have videos all the way from six years ago. So, I mean, it's a company that's a working company. And really when you are trying to do any job, even if it's, you know, in person, and not online, you always want to do your research. Always look up the company. You know, that's the, that's the first thing. Always look up the company. Some companies don't have a website, and that's really not that uncommon nowadays, but they will at least have a Facebook page. They will at least have a, you know, YouTube. They will have some type of a social media page. You're going to find something on them, even if it's Google. So they had all of their bases. They had all of them checked. I was like, oh, they have this page. They have this page. So I felt really com comfortable giving them my information. 
So I, I emailed them my name, my phone number, and I filled out an actual job application, like a real job application that has like a signature on the bottom of it and everything, their name on the, the logo. It was a job application asking me for my name, my address, everything that you would do on a regular job application. Now, the good news is, is I did not give them my social security number. Thankfully, they didn't ask for that. I don't think I would have given it to them anyway, but sometimes I know jobs need that for the W-2s, but usually on applications, you never have to put that. And they did not ask for that. So after I emailed them all my stuff, I get another call. See, again, another call. Um, and they're saying, hey, we received your, your information. Thank you so much. Uh, we're looking forward to working with you. Here's the details. Meet us at 10 a.m. on Skype and all of this stuff. And I was like, great. And there was like, we're going to email you another confirmation and some more information that you need to fill out. And then after that, um, you know, you're hired. And I was like, great. That's wonderful. Yeah, I'm really excited. And just so you guys know, it wasn't like back to back. It actually took them about a week to get back to me. So again, there, this is an ongoing thing. Like I'm thinking, okay, they really are checking out my information. I mean, whoever did this, they really, really made it hard to know that this was a scam because, you know, if, if it was a scam automatically, you know, they're like, oh yeah, good. You're hired. Let's get started. But this was like, nope, we got to check your background. We got to do all this stuff again. It was like, okay, all right, this is great. So then they sent me some more information and I had to fill out like a survey type of a form that said what type of work environment I liked, um, how motivated I was, you know, for different scenarios. I mean, this is like a behavioral test or something like that. Like, like you would see if you were getting a real job. I mean, this was really mind blowing because, you know, it was asking me like in this scenario, how would you react to this? And in this scenario, how would you react to this? And in your perfect work environment, what would you say would be the best, um, you know, the, the highest rated thing. And then they would give you these options. I mean, it was like really, and I was like, cool. It was like an aptitude test or something. So I'm taking this test. The next thing is, is they said that they were going to pay me through this, um, app called Zelle, Z-E-L-L-E. Now I've heard of Zelle, but I had never used it. It's much like a cash app or, um, what was the other one? There's a Venmo, like that type of thing. So Zelle, Z-E-L-L-E. I didn't have an account yet with Zelle. So I went ahead and I got one because they said that is how they pay me, um, through Zelle. So, and Zelle is hooked up to your bank account. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, I mean, I was kind of like, uh, you know, but if they can't do direct deposit, nah, I, I can deal with this, right? A lot of people are doing these type of things, PayPal and things. I've actually worked with legit companies that have paid me exclusively through PayPal. So I do know that this type of thing happens. Okay. So again, kind of hesitant, but I was like, no, it, it sounds pretty good. So I gave them, you know, my Zelle information. And what they asked for was the Zelle phone number, the Zelle email address, when I registered for Zelle, and then the bank account um, associated, just the name of the bank, so not the number. So I was like, okay, I got it. You know, I gave them all that. So um, again, having to fill out a couple of forms here and there, and then I got a message on Skype. So again, they are really making sure that I'm contacted. I'm feeling really good about this. And the Skype message was, hey, we got all your information. Um, everything was confirmed. Just letting you know you start on Monday at 10 a.m. 
Okay. So today is Monday. So this is the day that I would be starting guys. I was so excited. I even like canceled some of my coaching appointments for, or not canceled, but I moved them to later in the day because I wasn't supposed to be getting off work until 5 PM. So I actually rearranged my schedule. I arranged two different coaching appointments for later. Cause I had some in the, in the daytime. Um, so that I could do this job. So I'm kind of like at this point excited, right? I'm excited. I'm like, this is great. I'm going to be getting paid. Well, I'll be getting commission off of anything that I sell. This is great. So I get on Skype this morning, you guys. And, um, the gentleman who'd been speaking with me the whole time, his name was Martin again, same guy was saying, you know, Hey, good morning. Welcome. This is going to be your orientation. This is your training. This is a paid training, uh, for your inconvenience. I will be here if you have any questions. And if you, um, if you don't understand something, please let me know. You know, he was like being really sweet and it says, please familiar yourself, familiarize yourself with the contents of this material. Um, you know, blah, 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 blah. So then I download the document. And here's where the red flag was, you guys, okay? So I downloaded this document. Now, this whole entire time, I am being told that I'm going to be a customer service representative and that my job will be to process payments for goods that people want to purchase or to book the ship or whatever it is that the goods are going to be transported on, okay? So this is what I was told. Now... I get this document and I'm not going to read it all to you, but here was my red flag. Okay. So everything seemed legit until I got to the part where it says, um, okay, this is what I have to do. I have to compile a list of at least 10 to 12 Bitcoin ATMs, Bitcoin ATMs. And the way I do that is by Googling nearby Bitcoin machines and simply look up Bitcoin ATMs near me in Google. And then what you need is the Bitcoin ATM address, the Bitcoin ATM operator's name, as well as the website. Hmm. Okay. I was like, uh, that's kind of weird. Okay. I didn't know I was going to be working with Bitcoin. I thought this was a shipping company. So right there, kind of confused. Keep reading. And then it says, when done, kindly share this list with the person on Skype, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So gives you an example of what to do telling you how to do it. Then it says this right here. I was like, Oh hell no. So pissed off. Ready? Here we go. Head to the bank and withdraw the received amount less 5% and share the copy of the receipt via Skype and email and then expect further guidelines to follow. (laughs) And then I was like, what? Wait, I have to go to the bank. So it says, after I give them a list of all of the Bitcoin ATM addresses around me, I then send a report to them from Skype, wait for my first incoming Zelle payment because the payment's going to come through that Zelle app ready. And then it says, once I get that payment, I screenshot it to them on Skype. I head to the bank, withdraw it, but keep 5% of it. Okay. I was so pissed when I read this, guys, because first of all, any time that you are asked to go to a bank and withdraw money right away, that is a red flag because no legit company is ever going to do that. What I found, you guys, (laughs) is this is a money washing company. Now, here's where TV shows 
can really help out, right? So my husband and I were addicted to this TV show called The Ozark, right? And unfortunately, it got canceled and we were really mad because we really liked it. Marty Bird is the main character and he actually washes money for like drug lords and things like that. And the washing money means you can't, you can't put money in the bank if there's not a money trail, if you're just putting a million dollars in the bank, for instance, and there's not a money trail, then it's going to get flagged, right? The bank is going to say, uh, this is drug money or this is illegal money. We got to track it or something. So when big companies like this try to deposit big amounts of money, like $4,000 and there's no paper trail, right? Or if they're trying to get it from, you know, Bitcoin to cash without doing it legitly, right? This can be a huge fraud alert. So what this company was trying to do was transfer their Bitcoin money into cash by putting it into my Zelle account. Okay. So now it's cash. Then I would have to go to my bank account and withdraw that money, put it back into uh, their account by probably a gift card, right? Because a lot of these fraud places ask you for a gift card. So go to the store and buy a gift card. So they were probably going to have to have me buy $4,000 worth of gift cards and give them that number on Skype. And then that's how they would get that money. So guys, I was really upset about this. And let me tell you the name of this company, just so you guys know, because again, I found this off of a legit site. This site was a site, ZipRecruiter, that people use all the time. I thought it was Indeed, but when I went back, I actually never filed uh, for this company on Indeed, so it was ZipRecruiter. But this is a, a legit company that people use, um, you know, to, to do their business and stuff. So I was really upset. So the name of this company is Better Solutions Logistics. Logistics. Better Solution Logistics. And, um, I, you guys, I was so mad because I had rearranged my schedule. I thought this was a legit job. I was really excited about it. And yes, I've been scammed many times before, because again, when you work at home, I mean, it kind of comes with the territory with working at home. You are going to find these, but normally I smell them pretty quickly. I'm like, I can smell you, right? This, this had me, you guys, this one, they're good. They are super good. And I'm so glad that I caught it when I did because I filed a police report. The police guys already came. Um, I filed a police report and everything, and I already uh, put a hold on my credit cards. They, they're they alerted. I called the um, driver's license bureau, and they're alerted. So everybody is alerted that I may be um a subject of fraud. Oh, I'm so hurt, you guys. Like, oh, I'm totally mad. Um, not that this can't happen to me because obviously it ha can happen to anybody, but I'm just so mad because they seemed so real and they just, they marked all the boxes. The guy that I spoke to, his name was Martin Peterson. He was the supervising manager at Better Solutions Logis Logistics. I keep saying it wrong. Better Solution Log Logistics. And um, again, everything was legit. I had to fax in paperwork. I am just, there's no words. So from this morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm sitting here waiting to start this awesome new job, really excited about it, and found out that it was literally a scam. Now, when I called the number that had called me, because I had two different calls from two different numbers, um, it did go to a voicemail, and it did sound like it was someone um, from, like, India, someone, like, with, with a really strange, strong accent. So... You know, that, 
that also could say. But again, you never know because a lot of people hire the customer service representatives from there because they're cheaper. So that doesn't always mean, oh, this is a scam. I mean, I think even T-Mobile has, um, you know, people from across the seas to call for their call center. So that doesn't really mean anything, but I did call those numbers and it went to a voicemail. The voicemail did say their name and it said, we are not available. Please leave your message. So whoever is doing this, either they are stealing this company's information and using it fraudulently, or this company is just a fraud company trying to wash money into the United States because that's what they wanted me to do. They wanted me to wash their money so that they can make it legit and have a paper trail of where it came from. Um, so yeah, guys, I'm so frustrated and I wanted to tell you guys about it. I'm sorry. I'm rambling, but I'm just so upset because, ah, like I was so excited, you know, and it was going to be great. I was going to get commissioned and I was like, yes, I'll finally be, you know, back on my feet and, and being able to provide for my family of five again. Um, but I'm not going to worry about it because I'm going to take this as a sign that I really need to focus on my life coaching. You know what I mean? For a minute there, I started getting off track and like thinking maybe I should go back to work full time. But I think this is a sign for me because I love being a life coach. I love helping people. And I think if I just keep my head in that, then other things are going to open up in that avenue. And, you know, I'm not going to get scammed doing that type of stuff because that's what I do for a living, right? So anyway, uh, let me know if you guys have ever been scammed like this before, especially online. Uh, let me know what companies they are. And if you are interested, maybe you can be on the show talking about it. So I'd love to hear from you guys. If you are on Anchor, go ahead and leave me a voice message and maybe you'll be on the show. Uh, your voice message may be on the show. Otherwise, email me or message me at divine, D-E-V-I-N-E, love coaching at gmail.com or my website at divine, D-E-V-I-N-E, hyphen love.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a blessed day. Hopefully your day is a little bit better than mine. I'll talk to you soon. If you guys get value from Wham Radio, I would love to offer you guys a chance to become a sponsor on one of our episodes. If you're interested, email me at divinelovecoaching at gmail.com or you can leave me a voice message right here on Anchor. Now, you don't want to be a sponsor? That's okay. If you enjoy our podcast, consider donating to our channel. That's right. You guys can be a donator and I would absolutely love it if you would consider that because that keeps our podcast going. Thank you guys so much. And again, if you want to be a sponsor, email me at divinelovecoaching at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear from you.